Well, supposedly there's some Good. there's some stills from uh, the the new Thor movie with uh, uh, Natalie Portman looking rather buff. <laughs> yeah. From what I understand, from what it's getting, I can see. getting getting ripped, bro. Drinking some whey. Hey man, she's got, she got she got to throw the hammer, baby. <laughs> Padme's doing the choking now. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait a minute. That okay? Whoa, glad we didn't have that on me. If we didn't tape that, okay. Whoops! Am I recording? Well, or did we record that? Either way. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back. It's Squares Roundtable Podcast, episode 138. And here we are once again. We're happy to have you with us. With me is Jeff. Hello. I'm Mike. Ivan is absent this week. We hope he'll be back next week. Shout out to our buddy Ivan. He'll be back. And I'm missing my buddy Ivan. This week is our 25th anniversary of our first radio show together. Is it really? Okay. Yeah, 25 years. Well, we met. I don't even remember the day we met. It was like we were both working at the station. He worked the morning shift. I worked the afternoon shift. And I started showing up because I always showed up early for my radio gig because mm-hmm. I, I, I really cared about my radio gig. <laughs> I, I, like, mm-hmm. I had a, a strong work ethic towards my radio job. Not any other job I'd have in my life. But anyway, uh, I started I, showing up early and I uh, started – Finding out that Ivan was Poe, not mm-hmm. not not poor, but just Poe. He couldn't afford the OR, so I started, I started bringing the extra. To, I started bringing buying extra cheeseburgers in the drive-through, and uh-huh. bringing them to him. So then I, Ivan would uh, often opine about uh, our friendship started with a cheeseburger because uh, I'd bring him extra mm-hmm. cheeseburgers to eat uh, before, it, so then he could have something to eat that day. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, two Pepsi, two chip. Uh, and yeah, that was also the 39th anniversary this week of uh, John Belushi. Is it this week? Wow. Yes, third, it was like March, I forget, it was March 7th or March 8th, I forget. But yeah, mm. he's been 39 years now, he's been gone. I remember hearing about that when that news broke in school. And yeah. we got around that he said he swallowed his own tongue and. I didn't, you know, I was a dumb kid. I didn't know any better. For a while, I, I knew that's what I thought. But. I can't remember who was with him. It was, I know Robin Williams was there. No, I know Robin Williams was there when the overdose happened. And the party, think, yeah, the party the night before. He was with Robin Williams. Right, and I think Richard Belzer was there, too. Maybe, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember, and don't quote me on these things, because yeah. Robin Williams, I know for a fact, was there. Because I know that it like devastated yeah, Robin Williams. He had to go to court or something. Like there was a there was a hearing or something he had to attend. Uh, Informality of uh, in events that led to his death. Mm. I, I just remember. I know that when I you know, you know that was somebody where it was like that kind of dev. God, you know, I really think about this. Think about this. We never actually got around to. Could you imagine if we'd ever gotten a movie with Robin Williams and John Belushi? Hmm. Well, that oh my been, God, that oh might have been epic. Might have been like Caddyshack times two. Right. Or it could have been like horrible, but or yeah, could have been, yeah, could have been like neighbors. Like everyone's like, yeah, Blues Brothers, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi. And then he did neighbors. I'm like, ooh, eesh, that was a hard pill to swallow. 
And yet people still will watch Neighbors because it's Dan Vogt. Yeah, it's John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I mean, it's not great, but it wasn't there. You know, it was kind of artsy-fartsy. It wasn't. It was off the beaten path, to be sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so getting back to Ivan. uh, Mm -hmm. I can't can't remember the day we met, but that was the day. I said, okay, well, you're on the... Was he wearing a shirt? Yes, he was wearing... He was always wearing a shirt. At least in the mornings, I would arrive and he'd be asleep on the floor. Ah. Uh, He was always shirted. He was always clothed mm-hmm. but march 10th chuck norris's birthday mm. that was the day i decided okay i'll come in early and i'll sit with ivan and it was the first of many oh yes i'm getting i'm getting verklempt but anyway mm. it was great and we hope to have ivan because ivan talked about last week he was going to have some uh sound bites from some of our old air checks and some of our, our bits that we recorded just just for mm-hmm. funsies because he got a cart machine working that used to belong to one of our brokers, so maybe we'll have him next week. So hope you feel better. You no, know, he, you know, it's really funny. He, when VVX was in the process of like getting all their new equipment and moving, Ivan walked away with like a like enough to build his own studio yeah, at one he point. He took a lot of gear. I mean, he, like he's got a, a last. I mean. Unless he and what am I saying? It's Ivan. I was gonna say unless he got rid of it, which he didn't. Yeah, he might have uh, fixed it up and sold it. Who knows? I don't know. I would have. I mean, there's a part of me where I kind of laugh because it's like, like when we're doing the show sometimes, and it's like Ivan's like, "Well, I'd like to add sound and stuff," and I'm like, "All you gotta do is take all is take your board and then figure out a way to like pot it into your phone and voila, right. you know." Mm-hmm. But um, and there are ways to do that stuff. I'm not as handy enough, but. You know, I just kind of laugh in that regard because I'm yeah, like, we've ah. all got smartphones now, but I don't believe Ivan has ever owned a computer. That's that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. I mean, I mean, I don't. I barely know how to turn this on, so I'm not uh, not knocking him in that regard. But yeah, well, you know, um... well, I know is <laughs> is uh, the mother of his daughter uh, owned computers and used that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, anyway, so... He doesn't even know how to play solitaire. What the hell? <laughs> hey, man, that Minesweeper was uh, yeah, quite mine confusing for too. me. For and that pinball. Mm-hmm. And, like, I got my first computer back in 97. Mm. I had Windows 3.1 on it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd I had up- t- updated to Windows 95. I had a 2E in the 80s. Wow. I had a 2E. And it was funny because... I was like, oh, maybe, like, I had it, like, decades later, and it was funny. I'm like, I had a buddy of mine, I'm like, wow, maybe, like, a museum wants it or something. It's like, no, the the Museum of Computer History of Computers is looking for computers for donation purposes for that, except for Apple IIEs, because, like, everyone has one, and they're like, (laughs) nope, we got plenty. (laughs) Um, Everyone was happy to get rid of theirs, huh? Well, at one point, I mean, it was... You know, I do kind of laugh because it's like back in the 80s, you know, yeah, you had IBMs at work. But really, in reality, Apple was the personal home computer. I mean, that's that's who brought computers to your home. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't necessarily IBM. IBM then followed suit. And then, you know, then Apple kind of 
you know, went their direction with Macintosh and, you know, and, and then it became a, you know, it depends on what you're doing with it versus what they're doing with it. And, you know, then we, where we are today, which is, you know, a, you're either with us or against us kind of thing with Apple yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, either Mac or PC. Yeah, yeah well, it's not, and, and then it's now Android or I, or iPhone or whatever, you know, you know, the rest of the world versus iPhone, which I laugh about because they're all bemoaning why they can't get on the Clubhouse app, but I'm like, ha um, <laughs> like, Suck it, uh, Apple. Uh, yeah. Suck it, iPhones. Or which is yeah. The, the, uh, not iPhones. The uh, Samsung or, or yeah. The, suck it all Androids. the rest of you. Android. Yeah. Yeah. Suck it all the rest of you. I'm right. on it. Ha ha. You're not. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, God, well, let's not. Well, the first internet capable computer was the first I got in '97. But I did mm-hmm. in the early '80s own a Commodore VIC-20. Hmm. And that thing was just for it was for play. It was hardly computing at the mm-hmm. at that day and age. Yeah, really. I mean, they had game cartridges, mm-hmm. uh, but there's some games I had on cassette, so I had to put into a cassette <laughs> yeah. player and wait yep. for it to play it and and read it and load it, yep. which took oh several my minutes. God. And sometimes yeah. it wouldn't play yeah. right. So, oh man, no, it's uh... and we've come a long it's way. Ugly. Baby. Yeah, I uh, wake it was up. Ugly. Have some coffee. No, that's not right. I don't need no coffee. Um, yeah, no. Like I said, I, I so wow, twenty five years. What is? Wow, I've been sitting here trying to do the math. Twenty five years would be what? Ninety six. Ninety six. Okay. Yeah, because I yeah, started I at the still... Weef in August of ninety five. Mm-hmm. And Ivan showed up. I first, I think maybe it was just after New Year's. The first time I saw Ivan, he was in a cast because he had broke his leg over New Year's. He broke his ankle, I think, or his, I think. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I could tell you that whole story. Uh, but I think we, I think he has about how he broke his ankle. He was on the way. He, did, you know, he walked all the way home for from the train station. He and he got on the train. He walked all the way home, and then he made the station. And just he was in excruciating pain. And then family members came and picked him up, and they said, "Yeah, that's broken." So he had to c- cut open his uh, his new pants or something like that. So anyway, so yeah, I, first time I saw Ivan was like in January, and then like in March, then March tenth, we had our first show, and that was it. The rest is history, and here we are. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Here you are. So let's see what we got. Uh, I didn't do much this week for me personally. Uh, it was another weekend where I had to work. We had another food truck at the store. That was cool. We had donuts. And although I've been, although we've, they have had the donut trucks, plus the Girl Scout cookies have been pushing. They got their little card tables set up in places around. Do they really? Yeah, they're they're starting to start that hustle. Are they? Yep. I am trying to avoid my dealer. <laughs> They'll find you. Don't worry. No, they will not. <laughs> No, they will not. Um, unless they go door to door. Yeah, they got to get inside. They got to get inside. Well, unless there's somebody's going to let one in, there's DACA. That's not happening. Between the Girl Scouts and the food trucks, I've been trying to keep my little Lent semi diet going, and it's been okay. Not what pretty. did you give up, by the way, for Lent? Uh, just Pepsi, mostly, and just been mm. smaller portions. But I have been losing weight. I'm fitting into pants. I didn't. 
two. Is that is that one of those where you can where you could be like, I gave up Pepsi, but I'll drink Coke because I said I'm. No, 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 no. I, I, I gave up Pepsi because it's my vice. I don't like. No, I'll drink Coke, but I'm not really big. Mm -hmm. Uh, But well, what happens if you drink Coke? Uh, during Lent. Uh, it's bad. Well, no, during Lent. No, I don't know if, it, if if God will smite me right then and there. I don't know. I don't want to find well, out. I mean, because in fairness, you only said you're giving up Pepsi. Yeah, because I have what well, I have those little mini cans that are like mm-hmm. like seven and a half ounces, only like ninety mm-hmm. calories. I'll have one mm-hmm. of those with dinner every day, and it's seven up. Well, that's not that's not bad. Yeah, so it's clear and it's better for you than the other ones. There no caffeine. That was one thing I gave mm-hmm. up was caffeine. You know, that's mm. in uh, Pepsi, and whew, yeah, I, I I had a headache for two days when I quit initially. Mm. So yeah, I've been doing good with my diet, and that's good. We'll watch. Uh, well, yeah, I did watch. Obviously, we'll talk about the WandaVision finale and uh, sequel to Coming to America. That's free on it's on Amazon. We'll talk about mm. that because I got my free trial. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I I didn't watch the Superman and Lois yet episode two. I didn't watch that yet. Okay, did you? I did, but yeah. Okay, yeah, I did. Well, what what are your thoughts on it? I am going to continue to let things play out. All right, you're still in. Okay, I'm still in. At the okay. same time, it's okay. Um, I I think the biggest thing that I would have an issue with Superman and Lois's. It feels at times. The best way to put it is, is Superman to me as a character is a character who, who inspires and and is a hopeful character. And that's not to say that he's not, but there's this feeling within the show where at times it's like, it just doesn't feel as, hopeful or as inspiring as I would like it to be. And I don't put that on the actors. I put it on how it's being written. Yeah. And you know, the fact that we see that we, we saw this little prologue from episode one Mm -hmm. that, you know, he's, he, he arrived at the planet in Metropolis Mm -hmm. is his Kansas upbringing. And he's Mm -hmm. been Superman for a long time. And he's balancing his kids his wife mm-hmm. and saving the world. You think he'd got pretty good at it by now? And well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm okay with some of the, he's having trouble with being a dad and trying to balance some of these things at the same time. There's just a feeling when I'm watching it, that I'm getting a little bit of where it's like, it's like, I get the impression that they want this feeling of, of us to kind of sit there and be like, they're just like us. They're just like everybody in America right now. And they're like a normal family. Mm. And that's great. But at the end of the day, he's Superman. Yeah. You don't want a morose Clark Kent. You want the positivity. You want the Boy Scout. Maybe a little bit of naivete. Right. I, I want, and I think I feel like, and the funny part is it's there. It's there. And but the only but the problem is is when it's there, it's I don't know how to. 
I don't see. I don't want to go down this road when I say this, but this is the only answer I can get. It's that CW angst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's funny because it's like a lot of the other CW superhero shows don't do the angst as much, but it's on this one. And, you know, and I think part of it is because of the fact that you've got the kids and you've got you're going to you're going to go down that road with those kids and that fits into your CW demographic, your, your usual CW demographic, okay, um, where they're trying to kind of make it. I hate to say it. I feel like they're trying to make this a show that your whole and, and they, in fairness, they did say this. They're trying to kind of make it a, a, a family a family show where your family could sit down all together and watch this show. And there's a part of me that enjoys that. There's a part of me because of that we lose some things. Um, we lose some we we lose we lose some flavor that I'm not sure I like. Hmm. Um, but you're still yeah. in, so that's. I'm good. but I'm still in. I'm still in. I'm still willing to watch. I think there's enough there that makes me want to watch. Um, yeah, I. There's enough that makes me want to watch and keep watching. Whereas, like, for example, um, like I said, I, I ended Batwoman. There's a part of me where I'm like, The Flash is on a very short leash for me right now. Um, that That's on a really short leash for me. It's been on a short leash for a while. I liked the kid. And, and I'll be honest. I saw the, I don't know if you saw the Flash premiere. Well, no, I'm talking about it. You haven't seen the Flash premiere because you didn't see the, super, the second episode of Superman. Uh, the Superman and Lois thing, but the so the Flash premiere was before Superman and Lois, and I guess the only thing I can say is, if this is the if if they were I've heard some stories that, you know, they're kind of changing out some of who his you know cast of characters are as part of the show. Like I don't know how much we're gonna see Cisco and Caitlin this year. I know we're losing. I know we pretty much lost Wells. Okay, like he's done. Mm. Uh, what what's his name who plays Wells? I think he's you know I, I, he's pretty much gone going to be gone, and I'll I'll leave it there and try not to spoil anything. But you know he's leaving. So you know they're starting to introduce new kind of how can I say new kind of team members. But and that's nice, but there's a part of me where I'm like, if you're going to introduce new team members, it'd be kind of nice if when you did it, you actually kind of had old team members and kind of interspersed. Now, in fairness, they lost the guy who was playing on Elongated Man, Ralph Dibney, because of some I can't remember what exactly it was, but some sort of you know, I don't want to call it cancel culture, but he did something that basically it was like, Nope, you don't get to be on the show. So Mm, I know you don't get to be on the show anymore. And so as a result, it's interesting because we're not going to get, I'm sure that did not help things that basically we were going to have Ralph, you know, get together with Sue and that's his future wife. And I'm sure that was going to be part of what they did. Well, guess what? That's not going to be available or doable, but yeah, I mean, that's on a short leaf for me too. Um, I'm not, I'm watching back, I'm watching Black Lightning right now. And, you know, this is the final season. Yeah. And you want to see that part, to the end, right? 
And, and I'm willing to see that to the end, but I am kind of sitting here going, I get where they're going a little bit with some of the things they're doing. At the same time, I'm just like, do I care? I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure I do. Um, you know, it makes me very, like I said, some of, the, fairness, some of these shows are leaving. That's a show that's leaving. Um, based on based on ratings, I don't know that Batwoman's going to stay, even though it's renewed. Okay. They and renewed over season three? Yeah, I think because of COVID, they were renewing things. Huh. You know, but if it continued, but given the ratings it's got, I don't know that it'll stay anyway. You know, we're losing Supergirl. And so, and there's some other shows that they're going to bring on instead. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I, and we could dovetail the Marvel hero for a minute, but I don't want to yet. But, you know, based on what I, what Marvel's doing with Disney, you know, it used to be, well, at least their stuff is debatably better than the stuff I'm seeing on Netflix or even the, the agents of shield show. I don't know that that's not, that I don't. I think that those uh-huh. that ship has sailed. Well, we're so, still on anyway. DC. Well, what was this? What happened that they accidentally put out just the Snyder cut? Yeah, I was confused for News of the Square, but we can talk about it here. Yeah, um, still talking about News of the Square. Yeah. So apparently, there was an error that um, if you opened up Tom and Jerry, you got the first hour of Justice League. No. Oh. Okay. You got the first hour of Justice League. Apparently, was an error. I, which makes me wonder if it was really an error, or if they wanted or if they no, did that on purpose to get buzz. And because, like, the person who mentions it's like, oh, I got, I got something much more amazing. And I'm like, uh huh, okay. I love how the word amazing got in there. Yeah, if you know what I mean. And I'm like, uh huh. So you're 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 saying it was amazing. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm beginning to Sounds wonder fishy. about something. Right, I I have the same reaction you do, which is it's like, why do I feel like this is a stunt to get yeah, some people just, go? No oh, I saw the right. I saw the you know. Oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> I saw the first hour. It's really good, and there are enough people who might have seen it when they went to go watch Tom and Jerry to go. Oh yeah, that's true. That happened. Just like and the mistake might... of that um, that. That sizzle reel or whatever that Ryan Reynolds put out. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's you know. Oh yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, Happy International Women's Day. Uh, I think it's uh, think while well, we're thinking of Deadpool. Mm. <laughs> but um, but I thought I saw you over the weekend. You played some Ravenloft. Yeah, we had a game night and we played a Dungeons and Dragons. Board game. <laughs> it's like it's not mm-hmm. true D and D. And you know, I, I had friends who want who played D and D. I didn't have the mm-hmm. patience for it when I was a kid. But anyway, getting back to this, yeah, it's 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 a Dungeons and Dragons board game based on Ravenloft. It was some castle scenario where you had to get yeah out. Castle Ravenloft yeah Castle right? Ravenloft yeah. That's and, funny. I was just playing. I was just in a campaign that I had to. I had to get. I I ended up getting out of, but. We were we're playing a, a campaign where we're gonna have they're gonna have to get into Castle Ravenloft, and we just played like a quick adventure just to escape, like you know, like get like randomly mm-hmm. generating tiles or just all just squares that were stacked mm-hmm. and randomized. So the next tile we flip over, it could be the stairs out, and it was. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. 
<clears throat> yeah, and it was okay. It was um, it all was just one d twenty was all we had to roll, and man, it was it was fun. I had a good time. Then we tried the we didn't I didn't picture this, but because sometimes I'll snap I'll I'll uh, I'll snap a picture of the board, but afterward after we played the Ravenloft Castle Ravenloft that was fun that was okay. After we did that, we tried the World of Warcraft board game. And oh god, that was a crazy. That was, uh, and then the, the the rules are just I don't know maybe just the the way the rules were set up and the way the tiny little text on tiny little icons on all the tiny little cards. And I'm not getting any <laughs> younger. And I'm be wild before I get to get prescription glasses. I tell you, and yeah, it it was tough to read. Mm. All the and like I said, the the rule book was not very well written too. I had to. Flipping through the pages, trying to find what each icon means. Yeah, it was not pleasant. Mm-hmm. Not a good experience. I don't know if we'll be playing that again. But Well, I mean, why would you... I guess I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It's like, why would you play that as a as a board game that's a computer... Well, it's an MMO. Yeah. It's an MMO. I, so wait, when you're playing like the D&D, like when you're playing it as the board game, do you have like characters with hit points or how does that work? Yeah, there are hit points. And they had like your armor class. They, they the villain roll a D twenty and they have a bonus or whatever. And if they mm-hmm. hit if they hit you over your armor class, you take a hit and then you run out of hit points. Once you run out of hit points, you have what's called a a healing save or something like that. Kinda like a kinda like a fate mm-hmm. point in Warhammer where it'd be like kinda like you get like a bonus resuscitation or whatever. If you, at the beginning of turn, if your hit points are zero, you get three of them. That would get you like, you know, you get three tries and you're out like three lives pretty much. But we all got out alive. Uh, no, no, it was okay. We'll, we'll try again. Maybe another time. We, we, there's a lot of games in our rotation. I let my friends uh, buy the games and then they bring them over. I only have a couple here of my own. But the Ravencloft, Raven, I'm sorry, Ravenloft was, was good. Although, like I said, getting back to D&D, I never had the patience as a kid to play, like, pencil and paper D&D. I always needed a visual aid. I, I preferred board games. That's like we had Advanced Hero Quest in the early 90s from Games Workshop. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. We have, you know, modular dungeon tiles. And we got a board. You can see where all the orcs and the goblins and the skaven are on the board and skeletons and whatnot. So it's always easy, it's easier to visual aid for me, and then you just got your character sheet with your stats. But just like that, I didn't have the patience for storytelling and all that. And I, I I regret, you know, I one of my friends who's no longer uh, here, and I regret not uh, playing D and D with him. Mm. When was the last time you played D and D? I said about two weeks ago. Ah, <laughs> oh, so long ago. I was so young back then. Well, it was funny. It's so funny you say that because it's like, so I was in a campaign. We were supposed to play every other week. And, of course, people scenarios are, ironically, that's why I was asking about Castle Ravenloft is we literally were playing in a Ravenloft scenario um, campaign. And, um, you know, with the power levels the way they are, it's like, okay, everybody needs to be their hands on deck. So, literally... At one point, it took us three months to finally find a day to play. And then somebody nice. made a comment about, someone made a comment about, 
hey, can we move off that day? And the only day that everybody could accommodate, with the exception of me, was Monday night when we podcast. And I'm like, nope. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, you guys go ahead and play. And in fairness, like, this is going to sound bad. But there was a part of me where I'm like, yeah, I wasn't feeling, I mean, I wasn't feeling it as much. I'm okay with going. I've got some other things I need to be doing and working on. So, but you hadn't I was okay. played in three months. Yeah, Oof. yeah. I would like. I wouldn't even remember like my character's name after three months. I remember all that stuff. Right. I remembered all this stuff because I right. knew what I created. Right. Um, conversely, conversely, I've been playing Star Wars RPG almost every month. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, since I know the, you're. You're since, always. You've always the been pandemic. This, as long as I've known you, you've always been into that. Yeah, as long as the pandemic. Well, the point being is during the pandemic we've been playing online. So, I mean, that's still happening. Like I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to do that next weekend, ironically. So, or not ironically, but yeah, next week I'm supposed to do some Star Wars RPG. So, yeah, that's. I it just fascinates me that you know they made it as a board game and you can play it as a board game when it's like okay. Okay, what do you do about stats? What do you do about guys? You can you build a campaign off of it? I don't know. It, it's I mm. get it. I get it. It's like okay, we're done in a few hours and we're gonna go home. Thanks for playing. Versus, oh no, this game's not over because there could be all kinds of new wrinkles. <laughs> what three months between campaign? Oh my god. Yeah. Oof. Well, it's like that one meme that's out there. It's like. We're gamers. What do we want? To play games. What are we going to play? Thursday. I can't play on Thursday. <laughs> How about Friday? No, Friday's bad for me. How about Wednesday? It's like, well, yeah, okay, we'll have to figure out a day. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out a day. And really, in reality, like, none of the days are good for them. I mean, that that's what it turns into sometimes with gamers. Yeah. Or the you Infinity know. War meme where Doctor Strange says 14,605 and... And uh, Tony's like, what, how many do all our schedules sync so we can play together? One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's it tough to have that. when you're, especially when you're in a campaign. It's like, well, that's, that's why we have some ongoing campaigns, I think, in um, uh, Spell, not Spellfire, but um, what you call it? Uh, Pathfinder and mm-hmm. Hero Realms, which are collectible. They're not collectible games. They are deck building games. They're mm. boxed, you know. They're not. They're not, they're not like um, blind packed or anything like Magic: The Gathering or anything. But those we have ongoing campaigns with. But we're constantly shifting it up. We're doing something different every game night, instead of just trying to slog our way through one game every time we get together. It's like, all right, well, let's do something different. That's that's been our motif since we've done game night for. Geez, what has been four years now I think we've been loyal game night people have like usually every other Sunday uh, sometimes we skip a th- skip one or go to three or even a month but we just, we try to get together on a regular basis <clears throat> oh, hey, I get it I get it well like I said yeah. that was one of the reasons why I was like there's a part of me it's like three months we can't seem to figure it out and we finally start playing again and then immediately it's hey I don't think I can play this day anymore I'm like you know what I can pass. I have other things I can do on that night instead mm. and take advantage of the time and yeah. not. Ha- and I, I, I think that was the other part that was frustrating was I would always find out we weren't playing 
far later than I wanted to, and as a result, there were other there were other possibilities open to me, whether it be storytelling or Toastmasters or something else in general, where suddenly I was like, oh, I could have gone and done that. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I got nothing better to do. So, yeah. yeah. But there are still gaming groups and clubs. I don't know if they're going to start reopening mm-hmm. like, where you can like meet in, pe- in person. But there's always all the online ones. Those you can hopefully, you know, still have uh, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We used to have them on Sunday nights, but then it was like, because that was our only day off and we were able to start earlier. But then, like, then we like, we were kind of restricted because we usually didn't want to drink because and we had to leave earlier because we all had to get up Monday morning for work so we switched to Saturday nights of course I work Saturdays uh, so I'm not there until 7 o'clock which is cool but it's like does none of them usually work Sundays I know I work every other Sunday but I'm, that don't matter me none but at Saturday nights been every other Saturday usually has been a good game night uh, scenario mm-hmm. so uh, I guess we'd start with Wanda. No, yeah, we could go there. All right, we'll do. This. All right, we'll we'll let's discuss then the WandaVision finale. This is the, the WandaVision, the yeah. series finale, the one season. Mm-hmm. Like eat your heart out, Serenity. Only one season or Firefly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I liked it. Uh, I didn't have the feels. I know a lot of people got teared up at the end because it was the. It was a, a big emotional goodbye. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, if you haven't seen the finale of WandaVision, might as well fast forward about 10 minutes. It was a big emotional goodbye. They had the goodbye they wanted. Uh, the farewell they wanted. Maybe it was goodbye, but not farewell. Because this is, you know, Marvel. So, in the shortest way, and then this is sci-fi in general. If you want to come back, just, just die. <laughs> that way, a certain way mm-hmm. to come back. Nice. So, yeah, um... It um, and it comes to and it, oh, we'll get get into the other point, but I liked it as a, a single entity. I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is dumb. I know that most people seem from my feed seem to enjoy it. I know a couple of people, some a couple of my Facebook friends were like, it was all trash, hated it, couldn't, it was dumb, all the sitcom shit. And people are like, no, no, wait till episode four. And it's like, yeah, I did. And then still trash. So some people are just hell bent on not liking it anyway. So, yeah, but I, I was, I was, uh, I enjoyed it. And, uh, it was a good arc for Wanda. And yeah. I think, uh, what we can, you know, then, then it comes to the point of this is what we get versus our weekly expectations of what happens, what's going to happen. And that yeah. doesn't get fulfilled, and it changes our perception. Like, we had a year to think about how the events of Endgame came about. Mm. And I know some of us were not as pleased with the result of Endgame, but I think Infinity War, I think we'd all agree that Infinity War was a better film. Uh, but Endgame, yeah, did not meet a lot of people's expectations, and it, it met mine. I enjoyed it. But with this, with WandaVision, it was good. I liked it. Uh, uh-huh. There were some things I would have liked to have seen, but that's all again. It's about what I wanted versus what I got. And I liked what I got. So I'd say I'd give it um, three and a half out of five. Yeah, man's didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. 
I think they spent too much time trying to push that that final. Oh, the final battle. I think that final episode was really at times I felt like they could have handled that betterly. Mm. I would like to see more Monica and see what more of her powers have been revealed. Well, um, yeah, that and it's like I wears vision these days now. Who knows? Yeah, no where did so okay, we got we got the real vision which they've turned into they gave him a fresh coat of primer and they flew him out there and now we know that yeah that uh, this vision that that uh, Wanda created was just along with her kids they were incapable of existing outside the hex and when she started to break the hex to get everyone out the vision and the kids started to uh crumble just like how vision as he tried to escape and it was up i think it was episode five or six so yeah the new vision i like that confrontation with the old vision versus new vision and mm-hmm. uh the trying to outsmart each other whatever it was uh mm-hmm. what his vision explained to him and so on. now the vision has like you know he's he's he has the sum of the vision of original vision's memories but he's still just like an amalgamation of the parts of the person he once was and the whole summary mm-hmm. of Wanda saying goodbye about when at especially at the end when the walls are closing in and you know what they've they're running out of time and, and as I realized that they were kids they were saying goodnight to their kids and they were saying goodbye and that was kind of sad. It was, was kind of sad. And then, like Vision says, "What am I?" And she says, "You know, mostly you're my love." And that was pretty cool. And now I, did, like I said, I didn't get all blubbery in it like at the end of uh, some of these Marvel films. But this was still a good arc for her, and it's a good way to introduce like pure magic and not just like you know energies from the Infinity Stone. I mean, that's pretty much how uh, what we've focused on, and now we've we've gotten with uh, Guardians and. Ragnarok, we've gone true cosmic Marvel, and now with this we can introduce like regular like magic into Marvel. Mm-hmm. So it's a good segue into what we've come to get used to of just like just the supernatural. And they did, oh, of course, yeah, of course. Then they Ag- Agatha did name drop Doctor Strange, but we never got Doctor Strange, and that was another kind of a bummer. But like I said it was what we got versus what we expected. So I said three point five out of five. What uh, what wouldn't do it? What would you rate it? Yeah, you know, I think I might go about. You know, I think I might go about B B plus. Okay. I I. So that's four or yeah three three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. I'd yeah. probably go three and a half on it. Yeah, I do hate I it. I just. You know, I, I guess here's my headache, which is. You open up with the whole sitcom genre, and that's fine. I didn't have a problem with it as much as other people did, and I was willing to sit down and watch the story and see how things unfold. Okay? Then, after that, you start to give us... Well, during all that, you start to kind of give us some outlying cast members that you got creative with, but yet they were good choices. Like Darcy Lewis and Jim... And, and, and Jimmy Woo. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Those are those are those are solid characters. Mm-hmm. And I and, and, and now I'm invested. I, I liked those characters before. Now I'm interested. So you've got them, you've got Monica, and, and you've got what's going on with Wanda and Vision. Okay. Um 
you know, and then suddenly an episode after that, okay, you, you're getting, you're getting Pietro, except it's not our Pietro. It's Pietro who looks like the days of future past, but yeah. you know, the most recently X-Men Pietro. Yeah. And, Fox, and once yeah. you do that, and once you do that, you've s- sort of started to set the reputation about that. You're going to see more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, we he was and, like, "Oh, this will be a cool cameo to have this actor back." And everyone was all like, "Oh my god, crossover." And it wasn't. Right. Well, and and I think and it's funny I I hear certain people who I talk to on a regular basis bringing in my brain right now going going you are trying to tell the story that you wanted. This is not their story and it's like yeah. I get it. And I understand that, and what they did was fair. At the same time, you decided to open up a door and ring a bell. And and frankly, I don't see how I I. And there's a part of me where I'm like, no, it's time for it to be unrung. You know, or, or it's time for you to ring the bell and 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 find out. And it's dinner time, and to figure out how that all yeah. going to work. And this is all yours now. This this mm-hmm. is in your this is in your sandbox now. You've got the Fox Mar uh, X Men films and mm-hmm. characters, and you do this, yeah. and and he's, he's not Pietro. He's not another Quicksilver. He's Mister Boner. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, the point being is the point being, and, and he's fine where he's at. It's just like I said. It's the okay. Now you're building. You've you've given us some some established characters within the Marvel universe that people enjoy. Okay. You've given us somebody who you've got, you know, you've given us Pietro and it looks like you might be opening a door to an entire other, you know, earth or multiverse or whatever. Okay. By adding him. And then it's like, Nope, no, it's not. That's not what we were doing at all. You know, and now it's, Okay, I have to enjoy the story as is, knowing that we're not going to get any guests. Yeah. Or it's um, going to grow, and and that's that's where it's like, yeah, yeah it's frustrating. Yeah. And uh, you, I presume you sat through both. Uh, Post credit scenes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, some people. Well, did, I know. And and that's the other thing too is it's like. Okay, you you gave me two post credit scenes, and I get what they're trying to do, which is they're trying to show that she's going to learn quite a bit about how to use her powers and chaos magic, and you know I'm sure there's somebody going, oh yeah, this is going to open up the house of M. That's possible, but right now she's got a lot to learn. You know, there, there's a lot to learn before that happens, right. and there's a lot to see, just like. You know, are we going to see any more vision? I'd like to believe so. Well, yeah, we'll see. Well, and that's and that's the again. This is, you know, you do stuff like this and you set people's expectations. I mean, like if you look at like storyline arcs for some of the other characters that you established in the show, like Jimmy Woo and and Darcy Lewis, you know, they kind of fizzle out in the end. And they kind of disappear. Same with Monica. Well, we know Monica's going to space, and that's probably going to tie into Captain Marvel, too, I presume. Right, but the point being is, you know, 
It's, it's still world building. Estate. It's yeah, it's, yeah, and there's a lot of there's interesting things going on that we all want more of, mm-hmm. and we don't know when we're going to get it again. And meanwhile, yeah. you know, in two weeks we get a premiere of Falcon Winter Soldier, and they're doing their mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So we don't know if this is all going to. It's won't. It probably most likely won't tie in directly. We might well, see like a post credit scene here and there where they might have somebody show up. Well, I know that it's already out there that supposedly Don Cheadle's going to show up as War Machine. Yeah. In 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 the show. Yeah, and then we, they tease that Armor Wars. I think that's one of the Marvel shows mm-hmm. that's coming. So. Right, and it's possible we might see some of these guys in Armor Wars yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it's it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just one of those where I'm like, you open some doors, you got people really, really excited, then you kind of close those doors. And then P.S., not only did you close the doors, we can't find some of the key players in what you're doing right now. Well, and all we can do is wait for the next thing and hope it all ties in and hope we can enjoy it and most likely we will i mean mm-hmm. you've you've we've rarely had a stinker in the entirety of the mcu there have been a so couple far. were like lackluster mm. but uh i never watched more than one episode of agents of shield and they've yeah. shown you know the whole mandalorian formula where they can drop an episode every week and it becomes must-see television and they can stretch it out and now once one once Falcon Winter Soldier is over, what's next? What's the next Loki. one? Loki, the, the, yeah, the Loki series comes after that, and we'll see some cosmic shit, which which might tie into uh, Love and Thunder, or Guardians. Could we? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not. Uh, I wasn't jumping up and down for Wandavision. I did like where they went with some things, and I had a uh, a relative of mine who has. Uh, uh, emotional issues and he related directly with Wanda especially towards the end you know she's grieving she's and that's what like, apparently that in retrospect that's what all the commercials were were just manifestations of her grief like the yeah apparently so yeah. well we think yeah well yeah the the first episode well the first commercial from the first episode was the Stark uh, toaster with the yep. blink, the blinking red light which was the Supposedly the the rocket that they had to watch for two days as they sat trapped under the rubble. Uh, he and her, she and her brother. So. Well, I think the most interesting thing about when they go back and do the origin story is yeah the recap or whatever when is, Agatha is, walks her well, through with, her life. Yeah, with the Agatha thing is they make it seem like she always had powers, and it's just basically. When combined with the Mind Stone, it triggered it it, it. it triggered them and it took it to a whole new level. Yeah. And and here's the reason. Here's the reason I'm going back to this, which is, if, if that's true, that she had power all along. Okay. Without well, she's the, the only one who stone. didn't die who came in contact with the Mind Stone in that Hydra base. She and her right. brother. Right. 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 But the point being is. If both of them had that from the get-go without without the Mind Stone and, and without the Tesseract and whatever was done, 
with them to them. You know, it it does open a door to well, how did they get those powers? Who yeah. might really be might their be parents? Some kind of genetic situation. Hmm. Well, or you know, who is their father? Ooh, yeah, it's that a future Charles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's the future, Charles, but I'll probably be too old to they be They wish it. to cure us, but I say we are the cure. Uh, Bilbo Baggins. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you shall not pass. Oops, wrong franchise. Ah, WandaVision, you shall not pass. <laughs> now, WandaVision passed for me, so. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I'll go back it, and it watch passed. it again. Except it was all right. Didn't hate it. So. Yeah, you know, I think there's the answer to the question. When I go, like, there's, like, MCU shows that, movies, that I've been like, oh, yeah, I would go back and watch that. Oh, yeah, i go walk back and watch that. I don't know that I care enough about WandaVision to go back and watch WandaVision. Well, I know how it played out. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, one or two episodes I might go back and rewatch just for, for, uh, for cool parts. But if, like, you were just sitting around and you're like, Hey, I want to watch some MCU stuff. No, I don't think okay. I'd put on WandaVision. Like, it's a right. one-and-done situation. It's cool. But, meh. It's like, I don't know if I'd, you know... Like I said, two years ago, I was re-watching the MCU. Mm-hmm. And this looks like this would play right after Endgame, before... Uh, well, that's... that's that's. Yeah, well, that's without question. As a matter of yeah. fact, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. So, it's very, very clear that this this plays out after Endgame, before Far From Home, yeah, begs the question: Where does Captain, where is Captain America, where's this Winter Soldier thing with Falcon play in? Right, is it you happening know? at the same time? We'll find out. Yeah, I'm looking well, forward to Falcon after, Winter Soldier. Right after, obviously after Endgame, don't know after that how far, how you know any of that. Yeah, um, but still, how they've built sword and if if uh however falcon winter soldier plays into sword if they're working mm-hmm. with them or or if they're uh, working on their own or just doing some house cleaning because now that the snap's done and all these people have showed up and now they've we got twice as many people to to check to keep an eye on now well it looks like they're gonna play off of a storyline that i'll be honest i still how do i put this to this day, I still don't fully understand how that worked, which is, and one of these days, maybe I need to go back and reread it. Where basically, essentially, they reassigned Captain America and took his shield and his costume away from him and created a new Captain America of sorts. And it's like, okay. You know, I didn't realize that the United States government have ownership of all that, but okay. And it sounds like they're going that direction a little bit. Yeah, well, 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 I'm looking forward to it. Any other news? Yeah, I guess uh, we'll want. Yeah, there was some related stories. I guess uh, I by by the time I I watched Friday morning, uh, Disney mm-hmm. Plus was up and running. But apparently, early it was like what two whatever dropped like two three in mm-hmm. the morning. Some people, especially like in you know Britain, where it's already daylight and it already dropped, and some parts of the country, some sure. people stayed up late, especially on the West Coast. Some people stayed up 
I think it was like two or three o'clock our time, which had been like midnight uh, Pacific time. Some people mm-hmm. tried to watch it and it crashed Disney Plus. And I don't think that happened at all for the Mandalorian uh, finale, did it? Do we have? I don't know. I don't remember seeing any I don't stories recall. about I don't uh, about the Mandalorian uh, season two finale crashing Disney Plus. No, oh, but yeah, that happened, and now everyone, you know, everyone's and everyone's fan theories are gone to shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's see what else do we have uh, just taste this soup okay we'll taste the soup we'll we will discuss the sequel the long-awaited question mark sequel to coming to america <laughs> starring eddie murphy and arsenio hall as multiple people in, yeah. in makeup so and eddie murphy and, and eddie murphy, murphy again <laughs> produced by eddie murphy the toilet paper is from Eddie Murphy, you know, catering bought by Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy Productions. Mm-hmm. I saw that he had his own mm-hmm. production company. So well, okay. So. Have you ever have you ever seen the God? What's the name of the movie? What's the one with him and Richard Pryor and and Red was Fox? It, was Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Yeah. Have you ever seen the credits? The beginning of Harlem Nights. No. Where literally it's like. This Eddie Murphy. Yeah. This by Eddie Murphy. That by Eddie Murphy. It's like wipe, licked your balls by Eddie Murphy. I mean, li- seriously. I mean, I think they named He's off one other person involved, like yes. once. You know, one other person named like at all. Like, but everything else was like Eddie Murphy. I'm like, okay. So I got a free month of Amazon, strictly uh-huh. for this one event, and. I'm glad I didn't say glad I didn't see it in the theater. Yep. It was it was I was hoping it would be funnier. Mm-hmm. But I did I it got a couple chuckles out of me. There's one scene and I think the the most I just either Wesley Snipes he was eating up the camera. If it was between Wesley Snipes and there's one scene where Eddie Murphy gives his son a look. And I laughed. I think that was probably the mm-hmm. best, la- the biggest laugh I got out of this film was just when he, he, he something, he, he, his son looks at something, he looks back at his dad, and Eddie Murphy gives him a look. And it's uh, probably the, the biggest laugh I got out of this film, which is unfortunate because there were a couple of funny scenes in the trailer when they wound up in the film, and obviously because they're in the trailer, but it's like mm-hmm. you don't put all of your best bits in the trailer, and they didn't. So we, we did get some good laughs out of it. And there's some because obviously this is a suspension of disbelief. It's just a comedy. But at the end where uh, things are happening at, in Queens at the same time they're happening in, in Zamunda. It's like it's impossible for these two places to be at daylight in the same time in the same place. Because they're both daylight. Like, no, one is nighttime at this time because of the rotation of the earth. And I'm like, OK, it's just a movie. Mike, chill out. I'm like, OK. So I had to just like kind of like calm myself down because of basic science. But that don't matter none. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah. To say the first one was better is an understatement. The first one was way better. Maybe just the R rating. Maybe that well was part of it. Uh, and of course, this as a sequel, this one relied heavily with a capital H on the first one. All the gags, and it was great to see some of the characters back again. But there's do there to do, do the motions, say the lines, and 
same gags as we saw before, mixed in with eh, brief amounts of flashbacks. But I tell you, it was just, it was just okay. Uh, I, I didn't. It was a couple times I'm looking at my, looking at the what time it is, and that's that's unfortunate for an Eddie Murphy comedy because when Dolomite is my name was fantastic. It was funny. That was great, and that captured my attention. This one did not capture my attention. It was just okay, and for a comedy, uh, it just wasn't as funny as I'd hoped. So sorry to say, three out of five, yeah, man's for coming to America. If you can see it for free, thumbs up. Otherwise, don't bother. Don't pay to see this. Mm-hmm. But as I said, expectations versus uh, reality. Dolomite is my name, and the first coming to America. There's, you know, arguably, some people would say, what was it Church? I think it was the name of the film. Eddie Murphy, Mr. Church. Uh, mm-hmm. A great performance by Eddie Murphy, but he, but uh, arguably one of Eddie Murphy's funniest films. Uh, maybe his best film might have been Forty Eight Hours, or maybe one of the Beverly Hills Cop films. I hear, and I hear that's coming back too. They're they're going they're doing a sequel to the Beverly Hills Cop Four is coming. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, um, did not meet. So what 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 did you think of uh, the sequel, Jeff? Yeah. No, like I said, I, I, you know, I, it was good for what it was. I yeah. thought that there were some, there were a couple jokes that were good. I thought a lot of stuff was, eh. Um, I thought the, the Tracy Morgan stuff and, and all of that was a little hokey. And I, I've noticed that some of my friends of color are not thrilled with that portrayal or we're not thrilled with it on a, on a certain level as a whole in terms of, of that. Um, I thought that if you haven't seen coming to America in a while, then you're going to need to watch it because you're going to need the primer. Cause there's a learning curve that you don't have. Yeah. There's a lot of, like I said, it relies heavily just as far as characters and jokes from the first film that this one mm-hmm. plays relies heavily on. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. Not to say it didn't that have too. heart, that it did come together a little bit in the third act at the end where like, okay, he realizes his wrongs that the hero realizes his wrong and he makes things right. And they have a big party at the end. And yeah, it, it, it wasn't, it had, I, I was obviously just for a sequel. It took this long to make. Yeah, it could have been a lot better, but I'm not saying it sucked. It's, it did not suck, but I'm just not saying, like, meh, it was just, you know, meh. What would you give it out of five? Yeah, I'd give it three out of five. Three? Yeah, three out of five. Okay, that's fair. I I, I, I I think I'd go three out of five. I mean, it was entertaining for what it was. Would I watch it again? No, probably not. Yeah... Unless I sound like I was sitting with someone who wanted to see it, then I'd sit and watch it. But yeah, I don't think I'd go back to see it again. I find I'd, re- I'd rather just much go much rather go back to see the first one mm. and appreciate what we had. <laughs> we had you know there and there's great some forced flashback scenes on it. There was some good. I don't know if it was a like CGI or a body double or something because there were some flashback scenes that did not happen in the first film. 
and young Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall. I'm not sure if they were added, if they were CG, de-aging, like they did with Sam Jackson and Captain Marvel or uh, or other films we've seen with uh, Kurt Russell in Guardians 2. I don't know if it was some of that or if it was um, just body doubles in the right angle uh, showing young Akeem. But, yeah, just, yeah. Eh, well. Mm. So, well, but if it's on Amazon, so check it out if you want to, but, meh. Yeah, I just feel like it's like, okay, any day now. And then they put something up, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Is what it is. But Wesley Snipes had a couple, of, it was, some of it was like borderline cringe, some mm-hmm. of the jokes, but there were a couple of, a couple of times when Wesley Snipes would just do something or say something that was genuinely funny. And then at the end, they had Eddie Murphy's character, his uh, singer character, come out. And there was the, same, the famous one, mm-hmm. that, that was the famous character that he did for Rick James uh, when they got together and they met for a week and then they he recorded Party All the Time with Rick James in the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was constantly cracking jokes. Because I, I, I only remember watching it because of the... Um, the Tales from the Tour Bus uh, from season mm-hmm. two, uh, where they talked about the two-parter for Rick James, where he and Hedy Murphy hung out, and he always cracking up uh, um, Rick with his uh, impressions, especially his singer from Coming to America. Which Sexual was... chocolate! <laughs> yeah, and uh, what was it? Oh, the other one. Uh, obviously, the barbershop guys, uh, the, the, the other... Mm. The, the, the Arsenio guy who constantly got a Chinette plate of food, <laughs> and uh, and uh, of course the uh, the old uh, the old Jewish guy, and the was it um, oh the 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 old preacher that Arsenio was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the characters yeah, yeah no. they're good, but say it's not enough to hold the whole film. Yeah, but it's just alright. It's all. So I don't know if they're gonna I hope. I don't know if they're, they're probably not gonna do a three. That's all not. Think, oh, I think no. they can play. I think in later rest. I think in later rest, and and there was some oh. wasted potential with the the Zamundan McDowells. Mm. That could have they could have uh, done some more stuff with that, but unfortunately they did not. Yeah. So a little bit of wasted potential, but I'm still not um, not totally disappointed. This is like you know, for a comedy, I didn't laugh much. Sad to say. So what other news we got? Let's see. Um, there's another. I mean, let's save that for news of the squared. I guess I get. Well, I guess we can point it out. Seeing as we're the dovetail out of these uh, mm-hmm. coming to America. Apparently, the palace. This I did not know because you posted this article from Variety on Squares page. Uh, the Zamundan Palace that was shown in this is rapper Rick Ross's real life house mm. from, the, from the outskirts of it. Yeah, town. yeah, yeah. It's like much yeah, of the yeah, Zamundan the setting was recreated in Georgia. With the police, I remember that's I think where they filmed some of um, uh, scenes. Obviously, they they shoot the Walking Dead there. Uh, yeah, but yeah, apparently, yeah. There's where do we find a house that had the scale and possibilities of a very lavish place? And they used the forty-five thousand square foot mansion in Fayetteville, Georgia. It sits on two hundred thirty-five acres uh, from the previously owned by uh, the boxer Evander Holyfield. 12 bedrooms and dining room that seats up to 100 people. Sounds like they did a lot of the filming inside this. Um, maybe some of the interior shots from Zamunda were in this this 
this mansion. Yeah, no, like I said, it's it's crazy with all this stuff, and it's like, how did Rick Ross amass that amount of money, that amount of money to live in that place of all places? I mean, I know it's all about the bling, but that's ridiculous. Yeah, they changed the wallpaper. Yeah, it looks like they did some of the interior shots. Rapper says in 1988, it's come to America, maybe his all-time favorite movie, and that he was chuffed to see Eddie Murphy and Australia Hall walking through his estate. They changed the wallpaper in the dining room, so I asked them to keep it up there. He laughs. They also created that huge dining room table for a scene, dining scene that seats 50 to 60 people, and they left that for me as a gift. It's humongous. Uh, so, yeah, they looks like they did a lot of the filming inside this uh, mansion for uh, – mm. Coming to America, but yeah, that's a that looks CG. I mean, it might be some some of the exterior parts of it. They might have added like you know lions and giraffes and shit walking around outside of it. But yeah, that that palace is real uh, in Georgia of uh, rapper Rick Ross. So uh, congrats to him, and he got to, he got his. Now yeah, that wouldn't be cool, man. You 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 see a movie as a young person, and then you you make it big, and then all of a sudden they're making a sequel in your home. That that that's pretty cool. Gotta admit. Yeah, if you say so. Yeah, that'd be cool. Be a cool thing. Alright. I don't know if we have anything else this week. Fast and the Furious oh. again delayed. No I'm so sad. I'm saddened by this. Not really, but yeah. No, I'm I mean... I'm not. Sir truly I'm not. No, actually <laughs> This is from comicbook.com. The release date of F nine not the function key. The latest mm-hmm. installment of the Fast and Furious franchise has been delayed a third time by Universal Pictures after losing its original May 2020 and rescheduled April 2021 release to, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. F9 was supposed to hit theaters on Memorial Day of this year. With the third delay, F9 is now slated to arrive in theaters on June 25th. The movie is indicative of Hollywood's latest attempts to predict when the pandemic may subside enough for fans to get back into theaters. So F9, the fast yeah. uh, at the hashtag or at the fast saga uh, put out a little video for June 25th with a race of the, it's like a car with racing straps with a, with, with a cloud of smoke and a dirt trail and a helicopter in chase. Uh, June 25th, F9. The Fast Saga, apparently. Mm. So um, yeah, I know that if they still did, they still predict that they still. We, that's right, we still get uh, Black Widow next month, right? Or did that get delayed so, again? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that now. I don't know. I'm not sure anymore. Wait a minute. Let me check here. Uh, Black Widow. Now, it's still set for a release date, according to IMDb. It's still set for a release date of, of uh, May 7th. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe they should have gone the, the Mulan route and put it on Disney+. Plus. They don't want to. But apparently, it was another article I saw that that Warner Brothers saved, like, like hundreds of millions of dollars by putting Wonder Woman 84 uh, on HBO Max. They saved a ton of money. Because of all the theater promotion and mm. having to um, invest in putting it into theaters, and we didn't know, and turns out it would have been bad for the for the theater. They did the right thing by putting it in the theater because, well, let's be honest, it was unexceptional mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Well, I know a lot of people liked it. 
I just like the first one better. And I'm and sad to say, and that sounds like a that's a recurring theme. I think it'll be our theme this week. Is I like the first one better. <laughs> sad to say, I'm my way. Won't be back for another day. Oh. So well, so yeah. So one though, Fast and Furious Nine. Oh darn. Sorry, I saw two of those films, and I'm like, I, I feel like I've seen ten of them. So yep. the thing is, we're getting a ninth one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, not for me. Yeah. It's like exploding cars and chases and Vin Diesel going family. No, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think else? if there's anything. I'm trying to think if there's anything else off the top of my head. I feel like there's some that we're missing that. Yeah, on, I suppose, and uh, I guess we can wrap it up then. I guess we had a short week. A short week is better than no week. Well, you know, I mean, the only other thing is, let's huh. see, what I I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like talking about contest stuff. Um, but um, well, you did. Yeah, so. it wasn't. It wasn't a. You did get a some like. Didn't you get some consolation or? Something? Well, I won one of the. I won the other one. I didn't win my. But my journey to the world championship is over for the year. So. Oh, um, no, next but year. but um, yeah, I feel like the Cubs. <laughs> next year is here next year is here next year is here next year is never i think i, I saw the, I the cubs won today Ah, go cubs go mm-hmm. so um yeah no i i think yeah we could probably end this one early i, I feel like we got through a lot i'm trying oh i'm sorry i did see house of cards oh it's right because you have um it's that's right it's still on netflix right Yes, it is, yeah, and I watched the first. I watched the first three episodes. Um, apparently, Frank Underwood has stolen Zach Morse's e- power for the for the forces of, forces of evil. Mm-hmm. Because um, he can break the fourth wall and talk to you. Yes, that and, uh, and I'm like Wade Wilson. Yes, but Wade Wilson is for the powers of evil versus like Kevin Spacey. That's right, and like Frank Underwood. You know he's got the Zach Morris power, um, and like that's 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 eerie because it's like okay he's not a good dude, um, but it's it's solidly done. It's well played for the first three episodes. I get where people thought it was really good, and I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it and checking it out. So far, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Oh, I did see another movie um, with Amy Poehler. God, I'm trying to remember who else was in it. There were quite a few people. Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg was in it. I'm trying to find remember who else. It's a movie called Moxie. And it's about a girl who creates like a like a, a newsletter kind of thing um, to um, to fight patriarchal society. But it was a lot more light, lighthearted. It was like a high school kind of thing. Um, and, it, and it was interesting. It was worthwhile. And I don't know if I'd give it. I'd give it three out of five year bands. Okay. What was that on Amazon? No, that's on Netflix too. Okay. Have you you, you do have a, a month of Amazon here this month? I, I I have I am I've got Amazon for the year. Okay. Oh well, then all right. Because like I said I've just actually, got Amazon that, this month. So actually, that's funny. What you should do since you've got it for the month, definitely watch both both seasons of The Boys. Yeah, I've been told that I should watch The Boys. Um, or go check out The Expanse. But that's the exp- five seasons. The fi- the expanse is on Amazon. Mm-hmm. All right, including the, the new seasons four and five. Um, no, that were not com- that. that were not. 
you know, so the expanse is really good. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, Mrs. Maisel is very, very good, but I don't think that's your speed, but it's a comedy and I love it's It's very funny. Um, trying to think what else there's a few other things i need to get to on amazon i have not gotten around to it hmm. um but yeah those were the big ones off the top were were those okay um so yeah yeah no i you got a month yeah i got get, a month get got to a, it i suppose so i can do something oh borat than... and borat's on the borat's second borat on film is on okay yeah the, the second borat movie is on amazon is the first um, one in there too or just a second. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I I'll go. Up, I'll have to go check it out. Hmm. Um, you doing anything this weekend? Got any uh, Star Wars gaming or public speaking this weekend? I have. You know, I probably will hang out on Clubhouse over the weekend. Okay. But other than that, I don't have anything. Well, I, in fairness, by the time this airs, um, by the time this airs. I am doing a, a, a clubhouse room Thursday afternoon at four central time on how to tell stories with promotional products. And, um, you know, obviously it's more about my bit. It's more about my day job. I am working on something though, that I'm looking at for a second room that I can't talk about yet, but I'm really excited about it. And I have a feeling that I'll be able to talk a little bit about it on the show in the future. Okay. But, Secret um, project. But, uh, but for for the purposes of Clubhouse, and I'm looking forward to it. But um, yeah, so yeah, so if they people want to find out more information, how they find us, Mike. We are on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. For YouTube, click the bell, subscribe. You know, they get new content. This show can be downloaded onto your usual podcast hosting platforms, i.e., Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. You can of course follow us on Facebook, the Squares Roundtable Facebook page, and you guess. All the other wacky news from our side hustle, News of the Squared, that's also up there, too. Follow along. Read along with us. <laughs> Ivan. Shout out to Ivan. Hope you're feeling better. Ivan! Ivan! Uh, he's on Twitch.tv at Java and Ivan. Jeff is on Clubhouse. He's on the Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, Instagram and Twitter at Steinamite Productions. And, oh, of course, uh, I'll be watching uh, the South Park uh, vaccination special uh, this mm. Wednesday. So I'll be watching that. So, yeah, shout out to me and Ivan, 25 years of uh, radio. Shout out to Ivan. Hey. Ivan. Ivan. So, but again, that'll do. So I appreciate y'all listening and hope you uh, come back next time. And don't forget to wash your hands and wear your mask. Damn it. Please wear the mask. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 keep this going a little bit. Let's wait till we get a few more people vaccinated. So be well, take care, stay safe, and be uh, be excellent to each other. And see you next time.